0: Hi, this is Duff, WA7BFN, and welcome to this week in LICW. A look at what's new, noteworthy, and happening in the LICW Club. Episode number three for July 2023. Well, today we're going to explore the wonderful world of QRQ. Well, look that one up in your funkin' wagon. Well, for the most of us, the holy grail of C.W. is to head copy at code speeds up to 25 to 30 words per minute. Since its invention in the 1830s, the goal was to send Morris at a high rate to handle more traffic. QRQ progressed over the decades from 20 words per minute in the 1850s to 60 words per minute, set by none other than Thomas Edison in 1895. Over the next few decades, high-speed telegraphy has played a major part in our communication efforts. The current high-speed Morse code record is a staggering 230 words per minute. This fascination with high-speed Morse code continues today. LICW is fortunate to have among its ranks and instructors, students alike, who share this high-speed effort. Well, Mr. QRQ, as he's known, Terry, WV0JRH, conducts a class with students achieving incredible levels of code proficiency. So some of these speeds are up to, what, 40 words per minute? Some of them are at 50 plus. Oh, wow. That's totally I see there amazing. There are three of them
1: at 50 and with, with proficiency. Wow.
0: That is, and they're getting how much, how much of that do they understand at 50? Are they getting 100%? Or, or
1: well, not? you know, the, the, the ones that are there are probably 80%, but oh. there's others that try to dabble at that speed, and they're more like maybe 40%. Wow,
0: that is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Question, how did you learn the code at this higher speed? What's your background on that?
1: Well, you know, the way that happened for me was was quite a few years ago from 1966 and uh, Through 1969, I was what was called a, a Russian high-speed uh, Morse code intercept operator. So, oh. so I, I lived in Germany at that time on the north, on the shore of uh, uh, the North Sea,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and I, I did those kind of operations. I copied uh, Russians' vessels, uh, ship to ship, ship to shore, and that kind of thing for wow. for three years. So, that pounded into my head to eight to ten hours a day is is how I kind of got got to Morse code.
0: So that's what I'm saying. It's just practice, 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 I would imagine, to get to that point. Was that probably what it is?
1: (laughs) Yeah, there is. But I I went to a a school, a cryptographic school, because I was part of a cryptographic team. Mm -hmm. And for for six or seven months, all I did was Morse code. So Uh I went into that school without any knowledge of Morse code, and I came out probably 25 words a minute, Yeah in germany we were at times closer to 50
0: words per
1: minute sure wow are, are known to send fast
0: <laughs> i li- you know i listen to 35 to 40 you know and i'm going what you know so how do you how do you achieve uh you know that kind of proficiency at higher speed code how do you do that
1: well uh icr uh is is paramount for for me in my classes so every class i have whether it be beginner to advanced I teach uh, instant character recognition. I, I every class session that we have, I I kind of focus in on that because ICR is paramount to increasing the, the proficiency and it's fundamental, I think, to all things CW, like uh, sending, like receiving. Sure. Yeah. Uh, head copy, all those things, you have to have a good in, uh, instant character recognition. Without it, you're not going to improve. And if you stay uh, at your same kind of where you're at right now without challenging yourself, that also becomes problematic because mm-hmm. our, our brain is is inherently lazy. So the brain is listening to what we're comfortable with. Let's say I'm comfortable sending 15 words per minute, but I'd but I like to increase it. So so you need to, uh, uh, by increasing it, you need to challenge yourself. So I would go from 15 to 20 words per minute during a practice session, then go back and forth, 15 to wow. 20, 15 to 20. Okay. And you'd be surprised how quick you move into 20. So over a period of time, that twenty becomes fifty. So it takes a lot of time and That's amazing. practice, but, but instant character uh, recognition is, is what we need to do to get right. our brain to connect with higher speeds.
0: I think I'm pretty good at instant character recognition at 35, but I can never do the beyond that. It seems like I've I've reached a threshold here, which is kind of like stopping me. So. If you're at that point, what would you suggest to move beyond to that?
1: Well, I would suggest uh, you you, you continue with this uh, getting out of your comfort zone, back and forth. There are some good software programs like Ninja programs and all that kind of Mm -hmm. thing, but there's nothing uh, like with your speed at 35 words per minute, nothing like getting on the air. So I would say the the best thing you could do is get on the air and listen to other uh, operators on the air at maybe five words per minute uh, higher than what you're uh, used to and, and, and approached it from that that impact.
0: Do you have any idea what the, the fastest Morse code record and speed would be?
1: Well, you know, I've heard a lot of things. I've been around this CW for a long time, and uh, operators have told me that, well, I can I can copy and send 70 words a minute.
0: Wow.
1: So I'll ask them, I, anybody would like to hear that. I would love to hear it. You know, yeah. i to hear what that sounds like. But usually at that point you get that, well, I got arthritis or, you know, I, i might you know i'm an old guy i can't do this anymore. <laughs> it's, it's rare to find somebody at those speeds but i do understand that the world record is is over 100 words a minute mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine it but once you get up to 50 words per minute operators tell me that it it rather than dits and dies it sounds like pulses pulsating thing that they're right. listening to. What are
0: some of the challenges for somebody really wanting to expand and, and increase the speed?
1: Well, the challenge is first our, our time restraints. We all have, you know, limited time. It takes time, takes practice. We, we teach in the classes, generally spend an hour a day mm-hmm. on CW, so I would continue doing that and, and doing different uh, exercises, uh, mainly to increase that instant character recognition because once that's met, then you're off and running. They say... Uh, a, a ditch you should be able to recognize in four tenths of a, a second mm-hmm. so probably a couple of characters a second that's you know that's not easy for some, but that's the, kind of the goal that you're going for. right yep. and keep track of where you're at and, and uh, to go move forward I want to mention too about what Jenna said she taught me something I've had difficulty with long words mm-hmm. uh, and this phonetics breaks them down like administration let's use that for an example Administration. Uh-huh. five syllables uh-huh. rather oh. than approaching from ad, uh, from one whole thing break it down and, and it's worked for me it's been a good uh it was but, a that, good boy,
0: the, but that's coming at you pretty fast though isn't it when you start it saying is, it is but you're mm-hmm. also
1: at that speed you're hearing it pretty fast so
0: ah, that's true so
1: otherwise yeah, yeah it'll run by you but you know if you can break it down you may get the first and last syllable mm-hmm. Yeah. will give you the
0: what do you think the average speed of uh, of the uh, average cw operator would be today what do you think i think
1: it's 28 20 words per minute it might mm-hmm. seem high might seem low but i i always tell uh operators that are working towards 40 words per minute that's a wonderful thing because if you can be proficient at 40 words per minute you're going to be a wonderful operator at 28 words per minute right and they all come back and tell me you know what's it's perfect at 28 words per minute i can head copy i can sit back and send uh, freely It's it's a good QSO speed. Right. If you get much over that, Duff, uh, you you won't get anybody coming back to you.
0: You know, Field Day, for example, (laughs) last weekend. (laughs) What a crazy time that was! There was Uh, stuff. Isn't that something? It was just everybody was fast, slow. I mean, I think there were people in there running at forty, and for all I could tell. I mean, just like brrr, this, and you yeah. know, all right, what was that, <laughs> you know? And yeah, you're going, right. so a lot of uh, that was a lot of fun for me anyway. And I think I'm I'm sitting at about eighteen good head copy and really struggling at twenty five. So that's that's where I am. And so my my grail at the pullman is to get perfect head copy or you know 100 percent at 28 that's well, you I'm know i different.
1: tell all my students stuff to immerse yourself in cw just immerse yourself right if that means picking up a magazine and and, and thinking about the code as you read the thing or if you're driving down the highway copying uh, license plates and road signs and I, I i think it really comes quicker when you do that when you immerse yourself right it, it doesn't have to be a difficult thing uh, so uh
0: when's the class and uh how would you start and uh, where do they start and maybe you can give us a little information on the class oh well,
1: the qrq class is on on thursday nights at, at eight o'clock central central daylight time in uh zoom b but unfortunately tonight it's going to be the last one for the summer then we're taking a summer break in, uh, until september okay but yes. usually if somebody comes into our class at a at, at 25 words per minute maybe 20 words per minute that works we can get them up to you know 40 in, in no time like uh, kurt zogelman always says it's mm-hmm. a lot easier to go from 30 to 40 words per minute than 20 to 30.
0: really wow that's totally amazing. because
1: i had him explain that and i thought it was really interesting he said well we use our conscious conscious mind up until somewhere between 20 and 30. And for me, it was about 27, hmm. and, and that's when your unconscious mind takes over, and then you start becoming more proficient at word study, but that's why that, that, that kind of uh, time frame is, is difficult.
0: Sure, yeah. Well, thank you very much for taking time to talk with us today, Terry, and uh, good luck with that. When are you going to start the class again? Do you think it'll start this fall, or when do you think? Uh,
1: yeah, September, first, uh, first Thursday in September.
0: In September, all right. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, Great. what's when? Thanks, Terry. Appreciate it. Thank you, it. Yeah, have, have a great day. Seventy-three. Wow, isn't that amazing? <laughs> well, one of the more interesting stories of code achievement lies with a lady who went from 0 to 70-plus in a very, very short period of time. Jenna, N4JEH's head copy class, is a testament to what you can do if you put your mind to it. Anyway, Jenna, how did you get started in code? Uh,
3: my uh, father was getting into ham radio in January of 2022. And he, as he was studying, he would tell me a bunch of the stuff he was learning. And he wanted to learn Morse code. And he would tell me uh, different things uh, that he'd pick up. like so, yeah, K is da-da-da, uh, whatever. Right. And uh, sure. just uh, talk about that. And I was really impressed by that. Um, And I was like, wow, Morse code, it's, it's, it's like a kind of secret code or or something. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. And then I was just like, you know, that might be something I want to get into. Cause it just sounded cool. He actually uh, played samples, and I listened to him when he's practicing and all that stuff. So that was exciting for me. So I, I, I just couldn't help myself. Which <laughs> hey, that's cool. Let's get into this. I'm ready. Uh, yeah. It's a good thing I was visually impaired because I, I didn't know you were th- that he was writing stuff down. Oh, you know, sure. I didn't even You're know right. you were supposed yeah. to. So Very what much. I really did was. Just start listening to it. Didn't write anything down, so it's just straight off head copy from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in the long run that that made the the uh, process of getting to where I am more mm-hmm. faster. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, you went from there, from zero to, I guess, really pretty quick. I think the world record is, what, 200 and some odd words per minute? 230 words per minute sticks out. That seems to be the record. Where do you think you sit at this point?
3: All right. So I uh, probably sit max of uh, 70, 75. So really? Hear. That's yes. totally
0: incredible. I hear, I hear, and it just kind of blurs fast the whole fast. So how did you achieve that uh, receiving it 70 words per minute or that?
3: It's quite a challenge, I must say, but uh, it's all about for me. It's all about uh, challenging mas- myself, pushing myself. Okay, uh, yeah, I can uh, do 30 words per minute. Fine, if that's the only thing I can do right now, let's try 35. You know, just like keep on going for it. And um, I actually have a, um, I guess you would call a, a QSO partner or a mm-hmm. friend that sure. also was into the same stuff. Uh, Gunner, uh, his call sign Kilo Kilo Seven Delta Echo Union, and we would just go nuts on air um, because uh, even though we could just barely make it thirty words per minute at one time, uh, we we're like, "Hey, I wonder how fast we can go." And uh, that was the main <laughs> thing for us: is like, "How fast can you go?" I don't care if our sending or our copying is just down the drain. I just simply don't care. Just, just get on air and just do it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mess up, all that kinds of stuff. And my exposure and my immersion to higher speeds that I didn't even know I could do. Oh,
0: absolutely. Uh, it's just like, totally just, amazing. Well, you've gone from there to, uh, you know, there, there to there, and you're uh, um, teaching an LICW within, what, a, a year's time? How long have you been teaching?
3: Well, um, actually... I do believe um, I was teaching, it's been over a year, but uh, I I can never keep up with dates these days, but uh, somewhere around there.
0: So the question is, uh, do you think your impairment basically helped you in that regard? Did it make some of the other senses a little more acute uh, as far as listening to code?
3: Yes, for sure, because because in Morse code, you just literally listen, and I listen all the time, and so, because... Most of the time, we are just so focused on seeing things, Mm -hmm. and then uh, putting all our uh, sense into uh, seeing. But for me, it was hearing, Mm -hmm. and you listen to Morse code by hearing. Right. Uh, That's that's why uh, a lot of people recommend closing Mm -hmm. your eyes while you're trying to copy. So yeah, I I think so. And plus, I can. uh, I uh, like I said before. I I just. um, uh, learning this stuff, I didn't even know people were writing stuff down. So I didn't even know you were supposed to do that until later <laughs> in time, so. Right,
0: exactly. So is it instant character recognition or is it instant word recognition that you use? Or is it a combination of everything?
3: It's a bit of a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, some words you just hear so often, you don't even need to practice instant word recognition. Right. Like for the word the, for example, oh, sure. you hear that so much. Yep. Um, I I never did really uh, like sit down three hours listen to da 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 da, da, da like all day da, learning it. I right. learned it while I was actually uh, copying it. So mm-hmm. exactly. It's, it's also for instant character recognition, I seem to copy Morse code a little bit differently from um, a lot of folks because uh, here what I'm doing is um, using a head copy technique mm-hmm. called phonic copy. So, phonic
0: copy. Okay. Yes. All right. How does that yes. work?
3: <laughs> okay. So basically what you do is as you're copying code, you are listening to it as if someone was talking to you. So so as you're copying, you're kind of sounding the, it all in your head. So something like that. Uh, so it sounds like a conversation, that's as if someone was talking to okay. me, and, All right. and uh, we seem to be very effective at that nowadays because mm-hmm. we do <laughs> just basically every day, uh-huh. and wow, it's just amazing. And and I could put it in this way: it's kinda almost like reading for uh, me. Sure, like if you when you're reading, uh, you're not picking out the individual. Is it T H E? Then you no, know, it's like the word yeah, it's it's hair. the words and them right. themselves, and you're just reading it, and then. Sure. Yes, it's kind of like reading, but uh, Morse code wise, you listen to it and then you just convert it almost instantly uh, to language that's totally more like you yeah like yeah. you're
0: talking yeah what would you suggest to somebody who uh, would who would like to increase speed what would you say
3: I would definitely say challenge yourself challenge yourself because um, you gotta hang around a speed that you're comfortable with and you want to go faster uh, you won't be able to go faster if you just uh, hang around that speed just like step it up just uh, just go to the impossible because mm-hmm. that's what I've done and you kind of expose yourself to a world um of uh really higher speed and uh-huh. you're, and then you just start slowly getting used to that speed it's it's insane yeah. Um, uh, so challenging yourself would definitely be one and head copying seriously head copying would definitely make uh uh it easier because if you're writing things down and trying to go faster uh, it's eventually your hand is not <laughs> gonna be able to right. catch up exactly and so i would suggest Okay. Challenge yourself, push yourself. You know, Right. get set your paddle at thirty words per minute. And just have fun. That's that's another thing. Have having fun. It just makes makes things you know more enjoyable when you're doing crazy stuff like yeah, I did exactly. <laughs> and still do. So there you so, go. All right,
0: and you've got to currently have a class going, um, which is at what time and where?
3: Uh, I teach for Long Island. It's a head copy class, and we get on every Thursday. At six p.m. Uh, Central, six p.m. Central time, so right. that'll be 70, uh, 7 Eastern, UTC, four o'clock, <laughs> UTC. Yeah, four, four o'clock yeah, Pacific yeah,
0: yeah. time, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: something like that. I do is I just send a bunch of stuff, and the, and what I like about my class is during out the whole during out the whole thing, what I'm doing is I'm sneaking up the speed, kind of being sneaky, because uh,
0: okay, <laughs> without telling people,
3: and so. That is the only way I could truly think of to kind of make people copy faster than they really think they are and yeah. just unlock that power of I've been going 20 words per minute and she just went and I go 25 and it's, they can right. still copy that stuff and they, oh, sure. when, they hear, when they hear the result of it. I did not know I could copy that speed, you know? Uh-huh,
0: just a, exactly. That kind of thing. <laughs> so
3: that's the time right there, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern, and 4 Pacific.
0: You take care. We'll see you Thursday.
3: Thank you so much.
0: You bet. Well, isn't that amazing? Wow, just an incredible achievement, that's for sure. Well, another great resource in our... Quest for the Holy Grail of QRQ <laughs> is Quentin, K seventy RQ, and the N V One U Memorial Class. I remember when we first started out, it was uh you know, it was nothing more than jokes, a lot of this and a lot of that, and uh, the speed certainly wasn't there, but it was it was fun.
2: And then, mm-hmm. of course,
0: you made your appearance, and things started to evolve into something that I think is really worthwhile to a lot of us, anyway. So, what, what's your thoughts on the on the whole thing?
2: NV1U started. Uh, it wasn't called NV1U. It was run by Tom NV1U. And uh, when I first started with that class, I was struggling at ten words a minute. Mm. Uh, it was a, it was a great class with a lot of jokes, a lot of humor, and, uh, Tom really encouraged everyone to come and, and send their own little joke. Right. And so we, we were exposed to a lot of different fists and, uh, it really, uh, it was a very real world, uh, class for me because you got exposed to a lot of different content. Sure. Um, sadly Tom passed away and, uh, uh Tim and I started running, uh, that class and for whatever reason, it evolved into a cohort of people who um, really stuck together and started developing um, a, a real hunger for improvement. And right. they started getting uh, faster, better, and really inquisitive when it comes to how do you understand how to teach or how to learn CW? Right. What are the mechanisms right. going on in the brain? And what's, what's, uh, how do we learn this?
0: Analyzation, looking at it, and then, again, of course, doing it, uh, trying to achieve that holy grail, <laughs> if it were, of 25 to 30 head copy, you know, with a good 90% copy, which I think you really have
2: achieved at this point. We've been doing really well on that front. It's a class that somehow has a group of people who are not afraid to be uncomfortable and who really are happy to push themselves and and fail. And the more you fail, the more you you learn. At the end of the day,
0: I love that you always said it, it's. There's failure is always accepted.
2: <laughs> That's right. It, it's a, it's it's strongly encouraged. I'd say in Envy on you. Um, we really push ourselves past standard bounds. We ask people to send to the point where they're they're sending breaks apart. Uh, we ask people to copy well past the point where they're copying breaks apart, and um, they're always surprised at mm. how much further they get than they think they could.
0: Fascinating. And uh, let's see, the classes are Monday through Friday when?
2: Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern in uh, Zoom A. Zoom and a? it's run currently by four different uh, instructors, and uh, they all have their own uh, wonderful things to bring.
0: They sure do. Thank you, Quentin. Appreciate that.
2: Thanks a lot, Duff.
0: Well, Field Day has come and gone for another year, going. And uh, a lot of us had a lot of fun out there kind of contacting and uh, out in the fields. some at home, some here, some there, <laughs> you know, but certainly, certainly a lot of fun. And uh, our club uh, basically was no exception. Ask Quentin uh, how his day went. How'd your field day go?
2: Yeah, we had a lot of fun this year. We, uh, so there are three local clubs that come together every year for field day. Right. And um, every day, we, every, every year, we, we come to the field, we set up these 30, 35-foot aluminum masts, <laughs> and we get a string of dipoles or, uh, or links or G5 RVs, whatever we have. And uh, for us, the real priority is, is bringing people in. Uh, we have a strong educational program. We have a lot of great food. Um, this year we set up a two alpha station with, uh, a GoTo station. That was basically a lot of the time we had, oh, wow. we had a five-year-old make her first contact. Whoa, really? And, uh, <laughs> the guy on the other side was so excited to, to hear her voice. He says, Hey, what's your name? And <laughs> she was, she was so thrilled. She shrieked into the microphone so loud that he, he was not able to copy the, uh, <laughs> the high frequencies coming his way.
0: Oh, what fun. That's a lot of fun. And you were mentioning that you had a class going for building what an, uh, a code practice oscillator, or was that something you passed out, or what was going on with that?
2: Yeah, last year I, I gave a class on uh, on intro to CW, and this year we wanted to give people a bit more of a hands on. So one of our one of my friends, uh, K seven MCK, ran a class for. Uh, it took about three hours, and they were building code practice oscillators from the five 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 timing chip. Oh, good. And uh, at the end, he you know, people walked off with their little breadboards and uh, their, their perf boards and their oscillators,
0: and away they went.
2: And uh, yeah. and, and one guy walked away, and uh, he, he he bashed the little button, and he said, da 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 da. <laughs> there you go.
0: Oh, great. Sounds like they had a lot of fun. I know I did too. I got my grandson involved a little more into ham radio over there. He was doing the logging. I'm doing the talking, and uh, it was a lot of fun at that point. So lots of fun. Perfect. Thanks yeah. for visiting, Quentin. Appreciate that. And uh, we'll look forward to your appearance again here shortly, I'm sure, in NV1U. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Thanks
2: a lot, Duff. Great okay. to chat with you. Safe
0: travels. Thank you, Duff. By the way, if you'd uh, like uh, uh, the instructions and schematics on the code practice oscillator that Quentin was talking about, I do have those available for you from Quentin, and would be happy to provide same. Just drop me a note here at wa7bfn at msn.com. This Week in LICW is produced by the Informational Services of the Long Island CW Club. Questions, comments can be made to wa7bfn at msn.com. Till next time, this is Delf WA7BFN, 73s.